We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this podcast is being recorded on, the Wajak people of Perth region. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community and pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side and the truth. Come on girls, let's go shopping. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. What are you looking at? Not looking at what you're me. You're mad, you bastard. Far around you. Get a bag of all sorts in here, mate. Welcome to Wook Wook. G'day and welcome to The Last New Wave. I'm Andrew Pierce, and this is the podcast that looks at the wide and varied landscape that is Australian cinema. The Last New Wave is proudly part of the Ozcast Network, where you can hear other great shows like the Jaeger Day podcast and the Apple Slice podcast. Make sure to head over to OzcastNetwork.com to hear other great shows. On this episode, I'm joined by actor turned director David Wenham to discuss his directorial, well, not really directorial debut, but feature-length directorial debut, Ellipsis. See, he previously did one of the short films that made up the great great film The Turning which is based on Tim Winton's books that's a really great film and I highly recommend seeking it out Ellipsis is a little bit different from that it is a bit of a kind of like let's put it this way before sunrise in Sydney is possibly the best way of putting it I thought it was quite an interesting film and uh, has some really great performances from uh, Benedict Samuel who is Xavier Samuel's brother as well as Emily Barclay who I think is a really fantastic actress and I'm really glad to see that she's she's getting roles like this again and working continually uh, after all these years after her great uh, film way back in I think it was 2004 2005 thereabouts in my father's den which is a great great film and I highly recommend seeking out I know there are a few fans of suburban mayhem out there as well anyway that's enough from me let's listen to the trailer for ellipsis and we'll be back with the interview with David Wenham Hi, it's me. Um, I've broken my phone. Everything's fine. Uh, more set for tomorrow, but just send me an email if there's any problems. Have you been working? No, I kind of finished all my stuff for the day. I was going to go down to, to Bondi and see the sculpture by the sea. More than welcome to come down or something. I don't actually know your name. Oh, I'm Viv. I'm Jasmine. Jasmine. Is this all wrapping up now? Is this yeah, all it's all done? finished. Oh, really? 100 sculptures you missed. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Lovely to Lovely meet you. Lovely to meet you. That's what are you up to tonight? Um, we kind oh, of oh, ran really? into each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> the human evolves. <laughs> Yes, you can do it. Hi, guys. What are you going to do now? I think we should keep drinking. I think we should. Do you know that story about John? (laughs) When he was like five years old at school, to write down what he wanted to be when he grew up. And he wrote down happy. And the teacher said, I don't understand the question. And he said... You don't understand life.
and good morning as well. <laughs> good morning. How's your, your time being out promoting uh, this great film? That's great. It's great. It's, 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 yeah, it feels... Um, it's just wonderful to talk about. And what's really good, actually, is I'm on a, as you know, a little tour at the moment, um, screening the film and then just talking about um, the film with the audience afterwards. And that's actually a very, very fulfilling process. Um, just to to meet the audience and engage in discussion about um, about filmmaking and specifically about um, the unusual nature of making this particular film. Yeah, well, it's also quite interesting. Your uh, full uh, directorial debut, you did a great job with Thought uh, in the Turning, which was, you know, fantastic uh, compilation series there of, of short films. Um, but I'm curious what it's like for you to be stepping behind the camera again uh, in a very kind of different story in the, the way that, uh, compared to the way that your usual films are, are filmed. Yeah, look, it's, um, as you know, it wasn't a film that I, I planned to make. I was making a much more formal film um, that I'd spent a lot of years working on, about six years, and then that film fell over. So um, in the back of my head, I'd always wanted to do an experimental film, to experiment with the very process of how films are made, not, not subject matter, um, not experimental in subject, but in process. So when the other film fell over, I thought this is the perfect opportunity to actually do what I've been thinking of doing for a long time. Um, so that was actually that was actually an exciting point to actually not just talk about something, but do it. Um, and we came up with this concept, because we didn't have very much money, the concept of um, making a film in 10 days from inception as the idea to completion of um, principal photography. Um, and we put a few little parameters in, in place as to how we were going to achieve this to actually, you know, experiment. One of the great experiments was, was, was in performance um, and using a mixture of actors and, um, and real people in real operating environments. Well, it works really well. And, you know, as a fan of Emily Barclay, who, you know, all the way back uh, uh, when she was in 2004, I think, uh, doing In the Name of Father, which was a fantastic film. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's great to see her just giving a really, really brilliant performance. So I'm curious what it was like to work with her. Well, she was... Uh, I did a play with her some years ago. Uh, I did a production of The Seagull that Emily was in, and she was extraordinary. Um, and I've obviously since followed uh, her progress. And when I was... Um, making my previous film, uh, Emily was the first person I thought of casting. So when that fell over, I, I asked Emily if she wanted to be involved in this experimental process. She jumped at the um, idea, as did Benedict, and they hopped on board. And both of them, as actors, just cherished the idea of being involved in a creative process where they had literally 100% creative freedom to, um, to, to investigate and their, their characters. Yeah, and she, you know, she works so well with Benedict as well, and it's great. Like, I've, you know, more familiar with uh, Xavier's work than Benedict's, but it's great to see uh, another member of that family uh, explode on screen in a really good performance. So, uh, thanks for enlightening me to actors who I'm just not familiar with. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, no, and the the great thing about the two of them is the fact that they they had never met each other before this film. And so what we see on screen, it's not only the meeting of the characters, but the meeting of those two actors as well. 
It was a very natural, organic process. And from my perspective, being the objective bystander and the objective eye, it was really, it was just beautiful to watch. Um, to watch their chemistry just gently unfolding, like, you know, petals from a flower peeling back. It was, yeah, really beautiful. The other actor who I want to mention as well, who I think there's this really interesting subplot that occurs throughout the film, which I won't spoil for those who haven't seen, but mm -hmm. uh, Ferdinand Helm is really good in his, in that little uh, subplot. So how did you come up with that? And was that an, an idea that you had before that you wanted to implement into the story or did it just kind of come naturally? Yeah, it, it evolved that one. We, we only had seven days shooting um, and we shot in sort of a sequential order. And when, um, on the second day of filming, as you know, the characters go into this particular shop, and I used a real shop owner, but the real shop owner, I've got to be honest, wasn't terrific. But, but as I was filming it, I thought of the possibility of, of actually following another story strand to give another perspective on life in the city throughout a night. And I thought this would be a really interesting one to follow this character, I thought, I'd have to cast that character, and the only person I could think of was Ferdinand. And the only time I'd met Ferdinand was a number of years ago. He was an actor in a production that I did called Killing Time, and he was only in a scene. The scene's probably only about 30 seconds on screen, but I remember him being just the most compelling presence. And so I thought, he'd be amazing. Um, so I rang him up, and he agreed to do it. And I think he has maybe three lines in ellipsis, but he is so memorable and completely compelling. He doesn't need dialogue. That's the thing. You put a camera on, on Ferdinand and the, the very subtle intensity, but calmness and serenity and wisdom that comes through that man is actually quite extraordinary. Yeah, it really, really helps fuel this, this kind of uh, other perspective of the city and especially a city at night as well. These, these great characters that you've got explode onto the screen in different ways. And the characters, uh, our two main characters, obviously, interact with them in different ways. You, we get to see a side of Sydney that we so rarely get to see on cinema. So that's really impressive. But how did you manage to get these different people uh, involved in such a short time? Was it people just grabbing them on the street and saying, you want to be in a film? Yeah, it was. What we'd do is that sometimes, bizarrely, we wouldn't even ask. We would actually film and then, then ask afterwards. And, um, and, if, uh, and, and thankfully, not one person um, uh, refused to, to give permission. So every person on screen had um, signed a release form to, to put their presence up there. Um, so, yeah, what we did, there was no rehearsal of any scene. Um, they were, it was all one take with two cameras. So, therefore, nothing is... Nothing is artificially constructed. It's, it's essentially, you know, close as possible to documentary. Um, you're actually capturing real moments. Um, and that's what, you know, I, I was interested in seeing if, you know, what I would call happy accidents could, could occur along the way. And it was, uh, it was, it was serendipitous. Just little things led to another. If, you know, if you didn't force things or um, artificially construct them. Yes, yeah. On that note as well, Simon Morris does some really stunning cinematography here and he's previously worked in documentaries, so that strength of working documentaries really shines. What was the, the working relationship with him? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's a very, very, very um, valid point. When we came up with this idea, um, 
I was pretty adamant that I needed somebody that had experience both in documentary and and feature narrative um, film production. But I also wanted somebody who was who was young and hungry and wanted to you know show their their talents. He was the first person that I met, and I sat down and had a coffee with him and talked about it. And we clicked. He's a he's a lovely guy, um, and obviously supremely talented. Who was up for the up for the gig? And it wasn't an easy gig, as you know, as you've seen and as I've just said, because a cinematographer a lot of the time wants to you know come along with a huge bag of, of tricks and a truck truck full of lights and whatever. I I didn't allow Simon to have any of that. He had um, a very, you know a very limited lens kit, but it was a particular lens kit that we. <clears throat> that we sourced from memory, I think it was either German or, or Russian. I wanted a particular look, a particular feel to the film, but I also didn't want um, to use, hang on, to use any artificial light. So therefore, Simon um, was restricted by what he could actually do. But in a strange way, probably liberated him as well. Um, and I think you, you're right. I think his work is absolutely stunning on this. I think it takes, you know, a certain eye to, to, you know, take something that is so familiar and make it look new and interesting in a different way. And, uh, you know, to do that for the city of Sydney is is impressive. And to kind of, you know, not show the, the landmarks is, is also great as well because, uh, you know, we see a completely different world, which is, to me, what the, the point of the film is, that we're looking at, at people from a different perspective and the world from a different perspective. Um, so. Oh, completely. It's like, you know, Sydney's more than, you know, the Opera House and the, the, the Harbour and the Harbour Bridge. You know, it, it's my home. Where the film is set, I'm, I'm you know, a, few, a couple of two minutes walking from King's Cross. That's, that's the Sydney that I know, and I know the people there, and I've known them for, you know, 20 years. I have a huge uh, affinity and affection for, for Sydney, and I, I see it in a different way to the, um, to the stereotypical sort of icons that we're used to seeing graphically, not to say that there's anything wrong with them, it's just that they're a big people and your everyday moments in the city which, um, which obviously contain structures and buildings and places and cafes and bars and forests. Yeah. So I want to touch on quickly as well your working relationship with Robert Connolly, who's one of Australia's great directors and great producers as well. And so, you know, you've been in front of the camera for him. So what's it like working behind the camera as a producer with him now? Oh, he's got my, my friends known each other for I don't know probably about um, <clears throat> he was the production manager on a stage. Pro- production of the boys that I did all those years ago. We've worked on, you know, a number of productions ever since and we've 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 got a little uh, plan to work on more together. What's great is the fact that I he's a friend, we trust each other, we um we value each other's opinions, each each other's creative um ideas, uh our motivation for why we um we we create the work that we do. Um, yeah, we're motivated by, you know, obviously money is not a motivating factor at all. We've never been driven by that, money or success. It's always just the work, the craft, the art, what it actually is about. And what it actually is. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's, you know, as a fan of, of both your works, it's great to see that that, that relationship continuing and, and growing in different ways. It's really wonderful to see as a fan of Australian cinema. I enjoy that aspect of it. Oh, good on you. Thank you. Well, the the last question as we wrap up is a question which I ask everybody that uh, come on, because we have a keen focus on Australian cinema and trying to uh, open audiences' eyes to, to different types of Australian cinema. And I'm curious uh, what a particular Australian film from you is one that uh, you might recommend people. What What's a film that you love that, that maybe hasn't had the audience that it's <laughs> Australia, Picture Show Man, oh, yeah. um, which, which, as a kid growing up, the cinema, um, and yeah, there we go, there's one, Picture <laughs> Show Man. Yeah, no, it's a good film. Yeah, it is, it is. Look, David, um, I really appreciate your time, and uh, the film's out and about, and everybody's got to go ahead long and go and see it with the Q&As and things like that, so... I'll make sure to push that because it's a really good film and really solid film and, and getting to hear you talk about it is, is just even better as well. So thank you very much for your time. Oh, that's, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Hey, great talking with you. Likewise. Cheers. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. So that was David Wenham, director, actor, and all-round great guy. I recommend checking out Ellipsis if it's screening near you. I know that it's had a screening in Perth already with a Q&A session, but uh, certainly if it's heading around Australia, try and check it out. It's it's a short film, but it's a good one, and it's worth a watch. And certainly, uh, you know, fans of Before Sunrise and the Before Sunrise trilogy will will appreciate it and get a lot from it. Uh, you can read my review of Ellipsis over on abfilmreview.com, where you can also listen to previous episodes of both this show, The Last New Wave, and AB Film Review, and to also read other reviews as well, like from myself or from the other writers on the website. We've also launched a newsletter as well, so make sure to sign up to that while you're over there. It's really uh, just helps you keep in touch with what's going on with the, the website and, and all the news and information that is coming out from AB Film Review. Ellipsis is set in Sydney as well, and it's one of Australia's premier tourist destinations. And one of the websites which I've sought out when trying to find a bit of information about things to do in Australia that, that might pique people's interest is a website called yourrvlifestyle.com. They have a particular article which is about 100 best things to do in Australia. Sydney is on there amongst 99 other different things. So I'll stick a link in the show notes for that as well, just in case for our foreign listeners who are planning on visiting this lovely little place down under uh, to come along and find some things that they might be keen on doing. And don't forget to visit West Australia as well, where this humble podcast is based. 
Also, head over to OzCastNetwork.com to listen to other shows just like this one if you like the Australian accent. Uh, it is very unique, that's for sure. Um, make sure to follow us on social media as well, AB Film Review on both Facebook and on Twitter. If you want to go the extra step, you can head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating, a review. It just helps other people recognize that this show exists and is one worth listening to. And finally, if you want to go one extra step apart from following us on social media, signing up to the newsletter, leaving a review, all that kind of stuff, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash abfilmreview. Donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps the show keep going and also will help us out in employing and hiring writers down the line as well to get greater points of view on films in Australia. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this interview with David Wenham and hopefully you keep on watching Australian films. We'll see you on the next episode of The Last New Wave.